Guten Morgen and Mahalo Uber Cinco Nation! <laughs> I'm Mitch Brinkman, your host for today's rodeo, and in the den we've got the main and the big wet boy, Nathan Hennison and Brian Ernst. Hello, good morning, how are you two? Fantastic. Wonderful. Excited yes. to get really gross. This is going to be disgusting. Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, guys, I just realized that's a that's the third time I've referenced, you know, our nation um, of loyal Uber Sinkies. You know, the weekly rowdies that come back every week for more top five lists. And, you know, and yet the, the nation doesn't send us many letters <laughs> or emails <laughs> or TikTokies. <laughs> Oh, Christen. Guys, I'm leaking here. <laughs> I'm thinking about how our fans have just been assuming this whole time, like, our lines are jammed, you know? There's no way they're going to get through. The incoming letterbox is over stuff, but... Hoodle, 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 look at this, boys! A pony scratched on my window this morning with a letter in its teeth, postmarked Uber Cinco Care of Brinkman. So here's a letter. Let me open this up. I'm going to do it. This is great live Foley work. Ah, uh, here we go. Uh, for those of you not watching on video at home, I'm opening a security envelope, one of those that people can't tell it's a check inside. Um, <laughs> it's very good. Oh, here we go. Okay. Did you hear that? Okay, good. Great Foley again. Okay. Hey, Ubersenko. Can't believe it's been over a year of the podcast already. Wow. The opposite of a train wreck. A true marvel. Way to go. Oh, this is really nice. Uh, and the Mike's Liquor bit blows me to the moon. That's a reference. There's a fan. Uh, keep digging for fire, boys. Okay. Makes me uh, look forward to Mondays nearly as much as my new Nissan. Wow. But, I guess there's always a but, right? But, you've done two highfalutin episodes lately. The episode about celebrating America splashed too much satire all over my ear holes. Another reference to show, that's that, that's a fan. Um, they're still drawing <laughs> off. So now I want you to make room for something we can all relate to. Give us something base. I want more strong belches, less private toots, more strong smells, and slippery surprises, and the how-do-you-do's. Hell, maybe even sing The Gambler. Wow, that's a deep cut. She's listened to the college radio show. Uh, don't treat it like a glass castle. Bring it strong today like it's Kong Skull Island. What? And give the Uber Sinky Nation what they deserve, the top five memorable bodily functions of all time now with a grunt and a greasy gush. Brie Larson, 21 Jump Street, L.A., California. <laughs> wow. Okay. This is crazy. Okay, Brie Larson, I mean, now friend of the pod, uh, she's a shameless promoter. I don't know how many. She, I think she referenced almost every single one of her movies that made money in the in the um, letter. Um, but we love her for it, you know. In fact, I'll be sending her a beautiful appointed gift basket from Mike's Liquor in beautiful downtown Ely, Minnesota. Mike's Liquor <laughs> for when flowers aren't enough. Uh, but guys, can you believe this? This is our first real handwritten fan letter from a Hollywood it woman, no less. I think that's pretty cool. Um, all the plugs do feel obviously. A little overwrought, I think, unnecessary. I mean, she's already famous enough. We could use the plugs, right? I would love yeah. more plugs. And if you're going to get plugs, always go with Dr. Barry Usenhausen, Southwest Central Wisconsin's <laughs> only hair additive expert. Human or horse hair can be provided at cost. Go to Barry to get hairy. So this strongly worded, like fully plugged letter, though, I think, 
I think we should heat it. I mean, originally we were going to uh, do top five doctoral theses about the relativity of Earth-based moon landing cinematography today, uh, but I think we should scrap that and like let's do top five bodily functions. What do you guys say? You guys up for it? Great I'm idea. In. I can yeah. rattle them off. Amazing. Okay. <laughs> Um, I'm going to give you guys a quick break here. We're going to do a rundown of the rules, and we're going to see what you guys can come up with. Each player in the den has spent time with today's topic, arranging their top five answers in order of importance. Those answers have been submitted to the host who will moderate the game, awarding points to the player with the most poignant answer. Starting with their number five choice, we will move up the ranks until we reach each of their top answers. But if both contestants happen to have the same answer on their list, well, we have an Uber, Uber stand-out. You will hear the official Uber Cinco siren, and both players must reveal their answer and what number they ranked their submission. An Uber stare-down is all or nothing, with one player earning three points. After all answers have been read, the host will reveal the final score. And nicht vergessen, Berden Nation. Join in on the fun by heading over to bizbear.biz and sending us your topics and Fast Five suggestions, your submissions could find their way into an upcoming episode, kind of like how Brie Larson did just now with a letter. Um, all right, <laughs> top five memorable bodily functions. Let's keep them specific, torrid, and instant classics, all right? And folks, don't forget to stick around to the end of the show where I will offer up my Fast Five list of top five reasons to put your fist into your mouth. All right, <laughs> fellas, <laughs> let's do this. Um, and of course, as a host, I get to make a house rule. And today's functions show, uh, let's also have some fun, but with mathematical functions, okay? Uh, but that math is honestly too hard, um, so we'll, we'll, we'll keep it simple. So if one of you say one of the two words on the, uh, here we go, I got my coasters, on my uh, coasters of conundrum. <laughs> there, are, there are secret uh, words there that are related to uh, bodily functions that will trigger the quick math quick fire challenge you have 30 seconds to answer as many quick math questions as you can each correct answer one point you'll receive one guess per question you miss it we move on okay so here we go it's gonna be Nathan. so embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the, gonna be a train wreck this is not be easy nathan you won the pre-show armpit accordion off by scoring a near perfect 77.98 on your rendition of the classic song my sauerkraut has no name so please sir start <laughs> us off with your number five memorable bodily function uh my number five is the puke that made me 175 dollars <gasps> oh wow! Yeah. No way did we have a stare down on vomit. <laughs> oh, that's very okay. So, wow. uh, Nathan, this is your number five. Tell uh, Brian, tell us your number four. Uh, my number four is the Great Resurgence of '98. <laughs> ooh, ooh, that's gonna be messy. All right, Nathan, take us into your number five. What happened? Uh, so this wasn't my own bodily function, but I was close at hand for it. So this is 2016 is when this happened. And at the time I was making a little extra money on the side by driving for Lyft, the classic rideshare uh, situation. And this was the very last time I ever did it late at night or anywhere near bars could be a potential place yeah. where I picked up a passenger because I was downtown in River North in Chicago and I was like, oh, I should go home. And then I got one more ride request. And it was like literally 10 feet away from where I was. And then this girl who looks like she's about 22 years old, like barely 
old enough to get into the bars, like comes kind of stumbling out in her high heels. And like, I can tell she's a little worse for the wear, but I'm like, all right, right, whatever. And she, she gets in and then I realize I have to take her all the way to the suburbs. Like there's going to be like about 10 miles of interstate expressway driving on this. And I'm like, I get like, I'm close enough to the highway where like I, I I get on it. And then I realize like, I kind of look back and I realize she is really, really messed up. Like she is like problematically drunk where like if i had noticed this like right when she got in the car i would have been like sorry like just no like you gotta you gotta go elsewhere like go go talk to your friends like i'm just not doing this but at this point like i'm out on the highway like i can't i can't like find a just find a place to pull over and get rid of this girl in the middle They're of the night rest you know? areas uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so well i'm i'm committed at this point like i've got to get her home safely sure. like yeah and and so we're on the highway and then all of a sudden she i i notice she pulls the or she rolls the window down you know and it's oh got that little, the loud roar is going and i'm like mm-hmm. this this just isn't good but i i don't even try to talk to her because i know she is so incoherent and then I, I do like peek a look back and her head is she literally is like sort of sleeping with her head like out the window while we're go- doing 55 miles an hour. And this I'm is like just, the Joker in in the, in the dark night. Yeah. <laughs> just enjoying in the police the night car. Wind. Yeah. Yeah. And so anyway, I, I get her I get her to her house. I like I I have to like, you know, be like, hey, you're you're here. And like I, I go up and I knock on the door. I literally I go up and I knock on the door and I make sure somebody's there to like take yeah. care of it. and i think it was her brother came out and got her or whatever and then like i go and i examined what had happened and she had been throwing up out the side of my <laughs> car though like for a significant portion of the trip and so there's just puke splattered all out the outside of my car and obviously some of it got in as well yeah and so i had to like i had to clean it all up and whatnot and but i i took pictures of it and i sent to lift and i saw like she tipped me two dollars for the ride and i was like oh how sweet is that <laughs> and then oh my like God. you have you have no idea and, and then they uh they got me uh 150 extra from her so it ended up being 175 dollars that she had to pay me for puking in the back of my car so oh. yeah, I hope I hope the young lady learned to uh, to to tone it down on the uh, the nights out and uh, not vomit in other people's vehicles. Can we give her a bonus point though for like mainly having her head out most of the time? Like I that? did appreciate it. <laughs> I, I did mean, appreciate it. Yeah, that you have cloth seats if I remember correctly. That would have been do. a mess. That's it's funny when you sent me your list, uh, you put the year after, and my eyes misread it as the puke that made me one hundred seventy five thousand two hundred one dollars. I was like, what? I the noticed fuck? when I, like, when I, I looked at this, this. Yeah, I, I, you would have heard that story before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was, oh my! And we gosh, would have a lot well, nicer equipment for this podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did, did did she make any music requests for the ride, or is she too? She barely could get like three words out. She was really, really gone. Yeah. Oh, that is uh, that's 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 rough. Um, were those three words? Kasha, Arlington Heights. <laughs> 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 wow, well, uh, Brian, let's let, let's see if you can top that f- with your number four here on the stare down. Well, I can easily because it is my memorable body function which automatically makes it a winner and two it happened when i was a cute little eight-year-old boy uh this little guy 
uh, seven or eight standing in the second grade line to leave school to go home on the bus. Mm -hmm. Uh, I had, I was running late to school that day and had a a poor choice of breakfast. I had grabbed some Twinkies from home and they were serving (laughs) uh, uh, McDonald's double cheeseburgers for lunch. And I had a dollar or something in my pocket. So I had McDonald's double cheeseburgers and Twinkies for lunch. And it was all fine until the end of the day. And we're in line and I'm standing there in my, I think it's a Looney Tunes jacket I was wearing. It was a Looney Tunes Leatherman jacket. Sure. Uh, yeah. And it was You were on the sick. Toon Squad probably, right? Yeah. 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 It was uh, dope as hell. And <laughs> it happened. My great resurgence of 1998, while I'm standing there in line, as our line is starting to walk towards the bus that lunch comes back up and lands on the blue and gray striped carpet. I am ushered to the nurse's office where I proceed to walk in like a zombie. Cause I remember, I don't know why this is a very vivid memory. I walk in, I take off the backpack, I take off the jacket and I fall face first on the bed. And I'm just like, and all I remember is the nurse saying, um, can you pick up your stuff? This is not your home. <laughs> <laughs> so my parents had to be called to come pick me up early from like an hour early after oh. just because I had puked on the way home, <laughs> not on the way to. Could have missed a whole day of school if I planned it properly, but I did not. Um, I, I, I love your irresponsible food choices because uh, Twinkies at breakfast or whatever. That's not a breakfast, obviously not. Um, and I once nah. made a very irresponsible food choice when uh, Mountain Dew Code Red came out. I was like, mm. I need to I need to drink as much of this as I can to see what it's like. <laughs> so I had three <laughs> bottles in a day at, at school. This is in high school. And I, I puked in the back of the bus a little bit on the way home. This is my freshman year of high school. And I stepped off the bus. <laughs> And my brother just happened to be like going out to his car out in front of the house. And he, he says he just watched me step off, turn, grab my knees, and just deposited like two liters of red bile into the grass. Oh, oh God. <laughs> and then he was like, what the f-? Like he thought I was just bleeding from everywhere inside, you know? Uh, so uh, congrats to Mountain Dew Code Red. I hope it's not made anymore. Um, this is a, <laughs> these are two very gross um, stare downs and, uh, Mm. I, I I think because you're you, you know Nathan was inconvenienced Brian you inconvenienced your parents uh, cars were involved in both respects because you had to you had to come get picked up car a car was involved um, that's true I just but the, but but the Toon Squad the, but the cute little kid jacket I think puts us over the top here uh, Brian was prophetic in his uh, saying that his eight year oldness would make the difference and it does there um, <laughs> Brian you, you have to give us your number five though to round that out I do yep. uh, this one I'm calling the tiny rumbler of the aughts because uh, I don't <laughs> remember exactly what year this happened in the early 2000s Yeah. but I remember very specifically I was playing TV tag a very specific kind of tag mm-hmm. outside on the lawn with the neighbors and some friends TV tag, Nathan, is yeah. where you have to say the name of a TV show right before you are touched. And if you say that, you are safe yep. and you touch the ground and you can't be tagged. Future That's the worst right game here. I've ever heard. Or, okay. Or <laughs> media man. Yeah. 
I'll, I'm sorry to hear your childhood sucked. Yeah. Um, so moving on, I was running through the, the grass mm-hmm. and I met with the perfect uh, trajectory of a baby fly uh, that hit my ear and got trapped behind my eardrum what? as we were playing outside. And I sat there for a second. I probably said something like Dexter's laboratory. And then I sat down on the ground <laughs> and then I felt home improvement. Um, sorry. And then I felt <laughs> the buzzing that sounded like I was standing next to a concert speaker. Bzzz, it was like a surround sound right here against my ear. It was the loudest buzz you've ever heard. It was trapped like right under the fold of my eardrum. And I'm running around like, ah, ah, it's buzzing. It's buzzing. And my mom's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? She's like, it's buzzing. There's never been a TV show. You're out. You're, you're in. <laughs> so my quick thinking mother runs into the house, grabs a syringe as she's a nurse and just has one. <laughs> She rips off she rips off the needle and then oh, she just okay, draws a bunch of water and just goes <laughs> in there and she catches it in a cup. And my only response is, can we save it to show dad when he gets home? <laughs> <laughs> that that is like one of the greatest mom moments I've ever heard, though. Like, yeah, yeah. like boom, sprung actually, into action. Actually knowing how to solve that crisis is amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'd be useless as a dad in that situation. Be like, I, I don't know, just... Sleep it off. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a very Jill Taylor move, um, for sure. It is. It yeah. is. Wow. Okay. Um, that the was amount great. of home improvement references we've made, not only in this episode but in this series, has been quite amazing. <laughs> it was it was an American uh, mediocre institution. So, um, and Brian, I, I'm 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 going to give you I'm going to give you two points on this one. I I love. I this is crazy that the fly got in your ear. Um, I did want it to be a little grosser though. So I don't know. You could have had some. That's far, why it's my number five. It's a it's a memorable function. Yeah. Okay. It ain't gross. All right, it's Nathan, number five. That brings us to your number four. Uh, keep us rolling right along here, sir. This is another bodily function that I was that was not my own, but I was in proximity to that earned me something. Oh, this Nathan, time, it do you have me. any of your own bodily functions? Oh, on just list? you wait. We're okay, <laughs> I've right, got good, a couple okay. real good ones. Uh, yeah. So this was uh, this was. My old roommate, uh, Russell, had a dog named Hendrix, who uh, his, oh, yes. he was a, a real hellhound, mm-hmm. and Russell traveled for work at the time. I did tell Russell I was going to tell this story on the episode, and uh, I he he traveled for work. He'd be gone like two or three days a week, and it would just be me and the dog back, back home. And uh, there was a day where I texted Russell and said, you are, you are getting a dog walker from this, this day forward. I am, I just am no longer going to be doing this. And this was that day I came home and, uh, Hendrix had had some, uh, he, he must've eaten something bad. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, it looked like your, your, your Indian, your Indian food out for him to eat on it, the coffee table. That it, that's the only explanation <laughs> for the atrocity that I saw. Like this, this poor dog must, it looked like there were, 10 dogs had been living in my apartment for a week. It was oh. everywhere and it was gross. It was all oh. of all different shades and textures. I was oh. just flabbergasted at how this was possible. And uh, I luckily I had like 
I had like two or three old towels that needed to be replaced <laughs> because they all <laughs> they all got used up. They were it was it, it was a nightmare. I, I took pictures of it thinking I was like, I might I was going to send this to Russell because I was so mad at him because his dog and maybe whatever. I don't think I ended up doing that, but I explained to him that things were just awful. And anyways, from that day forward, he started using a dog walking service. We, we lived together for like another couple of months or something. And and then when we when we his, his uh, now wife, they just got married, had moved up here. So he moved in with her and I moved across the street to where I am now. And as we were splitting, he felt so guilty about that one dog shit incident that uh, he gave me the PS4 that was his, but that we had been sharing while we lived together. So I ended up getting a PS4 out of it. So I earned $170 from that one lady puking. I got a (laughs) PS4 from Hendrix taking a shit. So I've come out ahead, although I did get robbed of that PS4 eventually, but that's a different story for a different episode. Uh, but there you go. <laughs> I, I, I'm really hoping number one is you were standing next to a guy who like farted at a casino in London and chips fell out of his butt. And he's like, you can have a, you know, uh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know we had to redeem something at the end of these bodily functions. That was a rule that was not explained to me. Um, I, you know, Nathan, I'm going to give you three points because I'm going to take the chance to plug uh, Brinker Deuce All Natural Dog Biscuits for when your pooch <laughs> has a little upset tum-tum and he needs to get back to baseline. Brinker Deuce, the best like, there don't is. Don't dogs eat the same food for every meal? Like, how do you get sick? <laughs> what, what, you, you, you need to, Brian, this, I love that you asked this question. This is great because you need to augment your dog's uh, diet if it eats regular kibble with some extra vegetables and all those kind of things. Oh. The extra good stuff. It's very important. So Mitch um, is the only person who's ever owned a dog, Brian. I don't know if you're aware of that. I, it feels dog, like it sometimes. <laughs> guys, dogs are loyal. They have fur and they live in your house. They're great things to have. Um, and they love you all the time. Those are all the worst things I could ever think about having an animal. They love you all the time. You don't want to be loved no matter no, no, what. No, 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 no. It's mainly that last part. They live in your house. Oh, that's come, like, that's okay. the worst part. Well, maybe. I.E. Hendrix. <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go right past these anti-dog comments, and we're gonna move forward to the number threes here. Um, we're gonna go back to Brian. Give us your number three, bud. Well, we are an anti-dog podcast. You just don't know it yet. Uh, number wow. three. Wow. Uh, the spring-loaded hopper of 2001. Okay. This is where. Uh, I was probably in my prime and athletically in middle school. Um, I had, I had uh, brought my Nike padded goalie gloves with me to sixth grade gym. Scouts uh, were definitely there. I can already tell. Right? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I was so pumped to yep. show these off. Yep. I had had them for years and I never had a chance to use them because I stopped playing soccer. But now <laughs> I found them and I got to use them. And they had this really cool black and yellow kind of bumblebee vibe to them. They were mm. slick. And uh, Shit, dude. I know they were starting to get a little snug, too. So it was like it was now or never. Yeah. Um, but a power kick from some kid in class fired for the right side corner of the net, which were just two cones in the middle of the field <laughs> because that's all we had. <laughs> Uh, I dove full FIFA horizontally and blocked it with both hands firmly together. Wow. And my adrenaline was pumping because I was like, I did something cool. And then it was, I got verified because the gym teacher, Miss Casey, walked all the way across the field to tell me that was the greatest save I've ever seen. And I was <laughs> wow. like, wow. 
I've made it. <laughs> Where are those scouts? <laughs> those middle school scouts? What if I get scouted to a high school? Whoa. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I didn't, and my career ended that day. So I am batting a thousand at goalie. Yep. <laughs> that was the only shot fired on goal. I saved it, and my career is perfect. Better than any goalie you could ever name in the history of soccer. So I did it. That's that's amazing. Do you still have the the, the gloves uh, saved in carbonite somewhere in your house? Or well, yeah. I mean, they're always on my mantle, so oh, I have to be able to tell my children, like, look what Papa did. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you to that field one day when you're old enough, and uh, I will kick the ball as hard as I can at your face. And if you don't block it, you are not as good as me. <laughs> so that's. Again, just more parenting advice. Is this one of those great soccer fields where it's um, patchy, has crabgrass, and like, you know, has like rocks here and there? Because that's, I feel like, every soccer field I played on as a kid. Uh, it was pretty good grass. Oh, I mean, I mean, wow. I, I mean, not, I mean, a little lumpy. I mean, it's, it is a random field. Sure. But uh, it, it was pretty good playing conditions, I okay. would say. Okay. All right. So the fact that my legs spring loaded to launch. Me, okay. a chubby little sixth grader, I feel like is a bodily function that was extremely memorable to me. That's good. Yeah. A big, a really springy jump. I love that. Okay, yes. Nathan, let's see if you can top a springy jump uh, from a little, uh, you know, blue ribbon butterball. So. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'm going to worry. I'll see if I can get through this. I'm not feeling great on the. Excuse me. No. No. Oh. Oh, boy. <laughs> Nathan, if uh, sorry, yeah. Um, so this was my uh, fake fake puke that made someone else puke. Two thousand three, my sophomore year of high school, I discovered I had a talent for faking that I was throwing up. I don't know how this happened, but I like I just did it once as a joke, and everybody I was very convincing. So then I went like to another group of people who hadn't seen me do it before at a different classroom, and they were also very convinced. And I was like, wow, I'm pretty good at this, and. <laughs> For just for just I will spare everybody the the audio of it and all but also like I got pretty theatrical no, 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 with don't it. Spare like, us. No. I would I would <laughs> pick up give us the vomit sound. I've I, I've done I've done enough. But <laughs> I, I would I would You're I would losing pick, I would points pick up here. The, I'm trying to give you points. I would pick up the trash can, I would put my head in it and I would really make the like <clears throat> you know, I would really really get after it. Anyways, I walked into one classroom. This is like maybe the fifth time I had done this. And I thought most people had seen me do this by now. But I really made a big production of it. And like, you know, some <laughs> some people some people were laughing. Most people were like, this is really stupid. And I hate that he does this now. Yeah. And uh, but then one girl had not seen me do this before. And she believed it to be 100 percent real. And then I saw her jump up out of her chair, go to like by the teacher's desk where there's a trash can. And she literally threw up. Wow. So I faked I faked throwing up uh, well enough that it made somebody else actually throw up. Wow. You're you're this is pretty damn cool. I have to say I want you know, this is a three pointer making someone else puke. Um, You were reticent to give us the puke sounds, though. So I can't give you a full three. Um, but it does sound like a behavior I would also engage in in middle school to get a bunch of attention. <laughs> was, so you're back up to three points. <laughs> there it is. Okay, Brian, we're we're we're, chug, we're chugging along here. Um, oh, Nathan, uh, do, do you have any other uh, bodily function talents? Perhaps that you would rate yourself higher than other people. Any any sort of talents you have out there? <laughs> 
Uh, Any at all? Are you thinking of something specific that I'm not remembering? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe something that, uh, you know, happens because you don't do another thing ever. <laughs> I, I believe you you gave me the nickname Nathan One Way Henenfent. <laughs> because... <laughs> Because I don't burp, except for like like once every twelve years, I, I I burp. So so then so then what so what so what are you good at on the other on the other end, if you will? I I can <laughs> I think uh, fart on command is pretty quick much fire, the word. Quick <laughs> fire! Quick fire! Quick fire! <laughs> I really led you into that one. One of the mystery words on the coaster of conundrum is toot toot. That's a fart. So here we go, Nathan. Get ready. Here we go. 30 seconds. Brian, is it on the clock? It's on the clock. Okay, here we go. Starting now. All right, Nathan. 69 divided by 3 plus 33 divided by 7. I'll say it one more time. 69 divided by 3 plus 33 divided by 7. 8. Yes, good boy. Uh, 2 plus 2 plus 2 plus 2 times 13. Move on, here we go. 33 divided by 104. 10. 104. 104. Okay, good. 104. Got that one. <laughs> oh. Woo. That is a lot of that's woo. That's coming at you fast. Two points uh plus for Nathan. Excellent job on the quick math quick oh, fire challenge. Here we go. Um we are going back to uh Brian for his number two. Give it give that to us, Brian. All right, my number two is the infamous plop hole incident of Bayfield <laughs> County. This sounds right. awful and I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> What's really funny is how I spelled hole wrong on my notes. Uh, <laughs> added the W for no reason, folks. The plop hole, which is what I call those outhouses like that are by campsites that are. Oh, yeah. It looks like a toilet. But it's really just a glorified porta potty. Port it is cement, just a PVC pipe uh, structure yeah. with like just the only part of an actual toilet is the seat. Yeah, correct. Yeah. And it is just a oh god, a well of darkness and sadness. Yep. And I remember we were, I believe, on an island where there wasn't like access to a bunch of stuff at this little beach that we were on. So we we're like, all right, cool, blah blah blah. You got to walk back to where you parked the car to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Usually you just pee in the lake. No problem. Everything's fine. Yeah, normal. But it's like you're like getting the tummy rumblies and you're like, this one will float and people will see. So I need to get out of the water and be responsible and head back. Of course, I didn't have contacts at the time. I had my glasses. So I just left them in the bag in the beach and I'm like, I can make it back, blah, blah, blah. So I walk all the way back, do my business. And the problem happens after I'm done. I pull my trunks all the way back up and I walk outside the porta potty and as I am tying somebody else's brown is all over my drawstrings. Oh. There was a plop incident in front of the toilet that I did not see (laughs) because I was rushing to get back so I dropped my drawers on top of that pile and I left oh. with this and oh. I was God. just furious. And I, this is the first time I, why this is a memorable body function is I remember I, this is the first time I swore in front of my parents. Oh. I got back my dad. I'm just like 
sobbing and crying and walking back. And he's like, what's go- what's wrong? What's going on? I'm like, I, I don't care. I have to say it. I got someone else's shit on me. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I hope Rick laughed in your face when he when you said that. He was extremely calm. He was like, go on the lake. Just start washing it off. It's fine. Like, just it's do what you can. That sort of thing. Don't put your fingers in your mouth for a while. (laughs) Yeah. Don't don't ruin anything. (laughs) Just it's fine. You'll be okay. So, yeah, this was plop holes. Not my favorite place to be. And again, this is this might be the only one on the list that might be somebody else's bodily function that affected me, that, even though I happen to have my own function at the is, same time. This is this is absolutely awful. I myself am afraid um, or I have fears of those things because of a certain X-Files episode where there was like a white alien with like a circular mouth of teeth that would hang out at the bottom of chemical toilets. And, you know, the leech man. Yeah, the leech man. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. Oh yep. God. Just always. I'm just always thinking. There's gonna be a leech man in here. Yeah. And either he's gonna take pictures of my butt or he's gonna come up and bite my butt. So either one. The uh, final shot of that episode is terrifying yeah. because the camera goes into the sewer and you just see him floating away. Just. Yeah. Yeah, it's horrible. A- a- absolute, absolute. Uh, yeah, just absolute horror show. Uh, Nathan, <laughs> buddy, pal. He's he's scrounging around for some treats. You- you scrounging for some headphones? <laughs> Sorry, guys. My headphone my headphones are a problem. I'm doing my best. Okay, uh, Nathan, um, you, you, yep. your turn to give us uh, your number two. All right. Well, my number two is actually a number one. Uh, it's my longest ever urination. So, uh, oh, junior year of high school, I dated a girl who lived about a forty to forty five minute drive away from my home. And I was hike. I was over at her house real briefly, so I drove over there to you hang don't out last with her that for like long. an yeah, hour. Sense. Yeah, um. <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh, so I was there, and I, I really like I really I remember I really really had to go to the bathroom, but their house was like it was kind of small. Like the the bathroom was like that at least that I knew where it was was it was it was kind of small and had like the what I at least believe to be thin walls. And her mom was sitting like right outside of the door where it was. And I'm like, I know this is going to be a very like, like loud urination. And I was, I was like, I was just too embarrassed to do it. So I was like, all right, I'll just hold it. No, I'll leave. So I I leave and I've really got to go. And I'm like, I'll find a place to go while I'm driving. But the, the drive between this town and my hometown is basically a two lane highway the whole way it just it's like a treadmill it just feels like it goes on and on and it's it's pretty pretty precarious to try and stop anywhere so i'm just like in pain because i gotta go so bad and i can't stop <laughs> but then like once i get like 10 15 minutes away i'm like you know what now i see this as a challenge like i'm gonna make it i am gonna make it home i'm gonna get there and so I get home and I'm like doubled over and I run inside and my mom's like, hi. And I just like sprint past her and I, I get to the bathroom, but not before I go into my bedroom and grab a stopwatch, which I had uh, like <laughs> and I, I, I get the stopwatch. I go in and I let her fly. And it was one minute and 40 seconds nonstop peeing before it stopped. Holy a minute 40. Shiza. Oh my Lanta. Yeah, and then I, I went to a birthday party like right after that. And I told everybody I was just so <laughs> excited about this story. 
And it was it was 140 straight through. There were aftershocks afterwards, but it was 140 without a break. It was like it was like the Austin Powers scene uh, when he comes out of. Yeah. So, yeah, my longest ever pee. I'll never forget it. I regret to inform you that that is only about what? A hundreds or so seconds. The world record is 508 seconds. Oh, my God. So you need to quintuple the size of your bladder <laughs> for the next time. <laughs> I, I, I think that I think that was my my peak. I, I a minute whoever. forty is impressive. Like who, a minute, like whoever does five oh eight, that's that's insane. Also, that, but that's I'm disgusting. so proud of one forty. You're, you're you know, normal people are like oh I've got a food baby. Someone's like. I've been out tonight. I have got a piss baby, you guys. I've <laughs> got a belly full of urine here. That is okay. You a couple a couple or uh, notes here. I I really liked you didn't know where more than just the one bathroom was. I don't know why that was interesting to me, but you were like the one bathroom I knew about. Um, also, I-, <laughs> I was so I was so nervous around girls in those days that I was like I can't ask where another bathroom in the house is. Like, well, yeah, that's yeah. It, I was I yeah I I was. Pretty, pretty, uh, pretty shy and bashful and, and timid and, and all of those things. Hey, Mary, which bathroom do you guys shit in? That's the one I need to use. <laughs> and if if the mom could hear, you know, if the walls were thin, she she probably heard your underwhelming performance up in her daughter's bedroom um, just before that too. So, uh, <laughs> literally, literally nothing had happened that day. <laughs> uh, there is nothing I hate more than a bathroom where either the, the door uh, is doesn't go all the way down the ground, the door is too thin, or the walls are too thin, and people can hear. Oof. Other people going to the bathroom. Um, one of my, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a soundproof door when I'm older. I, I tell you what, uh, uh, in my first house, um, three points to Nathan. Um, that is a very, very long uh, meditation uh, on on the yellow arts. Very nice. Um, but you guys, <laughs> time time for the number one. Brian, give it to us, buddy. All right, my number one. I am calling the mile high finish clog. Um, this is, uh, interesting. Number one versus number one stare down. Uh, this both involves, um, other people and namely like people in uniform. So, uh, Nathan, (laughs) give us your number one. Uh, yeah, mine, it's, it's a number two and the, the police (laughs) become involved. (laughs) All right. Well, I guess a sky marshal could have been involved in mine, but he wasn't. Uh, this is where I was spilling coffee on myself on a flight from Helsinki to London, as you do. As a bit? and like for, for jokes? No, oh. it was not on purpose. Okay. I actually uh, spilled it on my brand new black and blue sweater that I had bought that had the word Finland in Finnish on it, oh. which was awful. Mm. I ruined it. So... I know I have to go into the tiny little bathroom as a big boy. Mm-hmm. So, um, but the, before that, the lovely flight attendant had hooked me up with some paper towels and she was helping me kind of clean up. But because I had drank some of the coffee, the diuretic was taking effect. So I had to go number two in an airline bathroom, not something I've ever wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But I do my business. That's not the issue. The issue is I still have all these paper towels that she handed me while my number two is still sitting in the toilet. As I get up, I go to reach for the flusher, knocking the paper towels into it as I press the button. It just clogs the entire toilet 
with my giant ball of coffeeed paper towels. So I don't know if I'm looking at me or at coffee <laughs> when I'm looking into this toilet. And oh God. I'm like, oh. I, it's, it's a, it's suction. It's not a normal toilet. So it's like, I'm still standing there waiting there for the water tank to refill just because that's what I, like my instinct is to do. Yeah. Like I'm going to wait 30 seconds and then I'm going to try flushing again. I press the button. No, no movement. And I'm like, Oh my God. Great I'm like, everybody work. saw me spill the coffee. Everybody saw me walk down this thing. Everybody except the person I was with, my former boss who was asleep, missed all of this. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm in the bathroom and I'm like, I don't know what to do. Uh, so as I kind of go through the motions of what is possible here, I realize I'm going to have to get down and dirty and shred this bit myself. Got to reach in. So there I am, like a little squirrel building a nest, shredding my little shit and coffee papers <laughs> with my fingertips <laughs> to make enough of an air gap where the suction actually works. Oh. And I'm doing that, and I'm using my elbow to flush, and it's eventually, bit by bit, it's going down. And then I spend the next 20 minutes... Washing my hands as many times as I can. I think I used all of the soap. Oh. I'm like, I just could not there. I, it just, I just felt dirty the whole time, no matter what. Yeah. So then I make my way back to my seat. I sit down, enjoy the remaining 15 minutes of the flight. <laughs> so Nathan, I, I don't know. I don't know if you can top that. I don't know if, if, if you built a little nest like a beaver I, in your thing, but, uh, or a dam, you know, whew, Brian, I, that's some courage, buddy. Yeah. That's real courage. You're a hero. Um, Nathan. Thank you. Yeah, that was, away. that was, that was terrifying. Um, <laughs> I'll, well, I'll just give you the facts. Uh, so the year is 2013. <laughs> I'm in New York City. Uh, I was working on a uh, film and that was being shot in Manhattan. And I was staying with a friend who lived in Brooklyn. Uh, this is the first time I'd ever been to New York. So I didn't know my way around that great. But we finished shooting in uh, New York. And <clears throat> I can sense that the uh, you get that feeling that, you know, the the uh, diarrhea is on the way it's coming <laughs> at some point you know it's going to be part of your life in the near future we've all been there so i go and i get on the subway and i have to change trains several times and the situation is escalating very quickly and it's like i mean it's like painful and like uh i can't at certain time like it kind of comes in waves you know it's it's like i really got it i gotta go you hold off you hold off and it's like okay i'm gonna be good for the next few minutes and then yeah that fluctuation and i literally am at one point i was sitting on the platform my train comes up but it was in one of the critical moments where i'm like if i stand up it's game over baby so i had to just sit there <laughs> and watch the train leave and know that that was another like five minutes of of precious time in this situation that i was what? losing out on and oh so then God. i finally like the next one comes and i get on and i sit there and i'm just ugh. And finally, yeah. after changing trains three times, I get to the station in Brooklyn. I need to get off at. And it's still like it's still like a seven minute walk to my friend's house. And I am like I like have to stop like three times on the first block and just sit there in, in agony, just being like, oh, just hold it and hold it. Don't do it. Just you got to make it. Yeah. And like I'm literally like I, I just don't know what I'm going to do. And I'm staggering along and there's some sort of like police facility right there. Mm -hmm. And it's like it's like eight thirty, nine thirty at night, something like that. 
And I'm like, this is a, you know, they're, they're public servants. They have to help me. And I, I go up and I'm like, I, at this point I am literally crying. There are tears coming out of my eyes because I'm in so much pain because of this situation. And I'm pounding on the door as a police officer comes out and is like, is like, we're closed. Like, what are you doing? And they'd see me with tears coming down my eyes and doubled over. And I'm like, I need to use your bathroom. And they're like, like, like this, like, no, like we're, we're, we're closed. You can't do this. Like whatever. And I'm get like, out of here, and finally, go on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> finally, I just, I, I looked them in the eyes and I said, listen to me, either you let me in or I am going to shit all over your front steps and you can arrest me and bring me in that way. But either way, I'm coming in there. And then that was enough. And they were like, okay, fine. And so they let me in and they showed me where the bathroom was. And I guess they must have like assumed, like you say, like they were like, is this guy, what is he on? Like, what is going on? We don't know what the hell's happening. So I, I do my thing and it was, it was rough. It was a rough one. And then I, I finally like I'm done washing my hands and catching my breath and, and I leave and I realize that they that's the police officer literally stayed right outside the door because they must have been worried I was like going to overdose or do something like so anyways, they they got the whole the whole experience right alongside me. Uh, yeah. I, this is you've never mentioned this before. Um New York is filled with things called um, businesses that have restrooms. Um, you could have avoided this so easily. <laughs> <laughs> you brought all this pain and suffering on yourself. That's I'm like, you stop at a bagel place. You stop at a pizza place. Sure, you got to buy a slice of pizza, but you get to use the bathroom. Oh, I was, I was on, the, I was on the, I was on the train for you the get whole. Get off the, the freaking train! What? I don't. I. This is crazy. <laughs> Instead, you, you. I mean, wow. Cops thought you were gonna shoot up and like wreck a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing, though. I'm, Brian, I thought I thought your little squirrel nest was gonna take it, but Nathan swooped in just now and he and he stole this one. Plain as day. Uh, oh, I'm giving that one to Nathan. Wow, that's a that's it. All right, um, let me let me let me do a quick tally of the final scores here. Ba ba bum, boom. See, quick math here, here, all day for me. Uh, four, seven, <laughs> ten. Nathan, you're our champ today. Fourteen to ten uh, on memorable bodily functions. Um, I am a disgusting, disgusting man. <laughs> I, I mean, you had to go to the. I mean, most people don't go to the cops for help. You know, they know it's a dangerous thing, but you were like, "I this is that serious." <laughs> um, that's incredible. Okay, guys, it's time. Fast five list. Here we go. Top five reasons to put your fist in your mouth. Number five. So there's no room for your foot. <laughs> All right. Number four. <laughs> you accidentally swallowed a large format ice cube that's now lodged, isn't melting fast enough, and it's past your uvula. So just like when you're at the homecoming dance and Kelly said no, so you had to robot back to the snack table. Chief, it's time to save yourself. Number three. <laughs> you just slipped out Winnie the Pooh's back window after ransacking the place and it's time to get rid of the evidence number two <laughs> it's become monotonous putting it in the soft plaster wall where you hung those shelves to display the trophies you never won oh. Oh. and number one on the top five reasons to put your fist in your mouth your butt 
got dull. And that's this week's episode of Uber Sicko. Please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. And once again, we love that hearty wom, word of mouth. So please tell your friends and family about us. Send them your favorite episode. And thank you to Mr. One-Way Henenfent. <laughs> yep. Yep, me, Nathan. <laughs> Hi. I'm so uh, sorry. Sorry, Mom. Sorry that you had to listen to this. And our big, wet, squirrel nest building boy. Right. And I've been Mitch Brinkman. And as Bizbear always says, deep belching is a sign it was a great meal. Alfita Zane and adios. You've just listened to Uber Cinco, a production of UBK Studios. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your fine podcasts from. If you like what you hear and want to support the show, please visit our Patreon site at patreon.com slash ubkstudios. Every little bit helps us keep the lights on and the bill collectors at bay. Keep tabs on us on all the social media at UBK Studios, and most importantly, subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can see that we really are just a bunch of good Midwestern boys. Hey!